0: Hey there, welcome to another episode of the SPED Prep Academy podcast. This is episode 55, and I'm your host, Jennifer. If this is your first time here, welcome. I'm so glad you found me. As a veteran special educator who is in the middle of my 27th year, I feel I have a wealth of knowledge to share about the field, and I want nothing more than to help you grow and thrive in this profession. And one of the ways I enjoy doing that is through this podcast. A new episode is released every Wednesday morning, so make sure you hit subscribe so you can get your weekly reminder. If this isn't your first time here, welcome back. I would love it if you would review the show and give me some feedback and let me know how this show has helped you grow as an educator. My goal is to provide you with timely and applicable information that you can immediately put into action within your own classroom, department, or program. These weekly mini doses of professional development are perfect for the busy special educator who needs just a little boost of motivation to stay the course in order to survive and thrive in this profession. In fact, I put a poll on my Instagram the other day asking if you felt like you were thriving this year, or if you were just surviving. And 100% of the responders chose surviving, which makes me so sad to hear. I know it's been a tough couple of years, but even outside of COVID, I know the mental and physical toll of being a special educator, and I want nothing more than to support you through it. If you want to learn more from me outside of the podcast, you can follow me on Instagram at Academy, and you can check out my website at www.spedprepacademy.com, where you can get signed up to be on my mailing list, receive free resources, find my training course on how to effectively work with your paraprofessionals, and more. So again, go check that out at www.spadprepacademy.com. Today's guest is Bristol Bale. Bristol is a colleague and friend of mine from the district where we teach. She was the 2019 Teacher of the Year for her school and has served as grade level chair and worked to create science and math curriculum for the district. She serves as head of the science fair for the district and she is the girls wrestling coach for the high school. Bristol began her teaching career as an elementary teacher, and we worked together for several years where she was always one of our go-to homeroom teachers for our resource students. And the reason we always wanted to place our students in her classroom is because she truly has a heart for students who struggle more than others. She developed strong relationships with our students, and we could always depend on her to follow the accommodations and modifications that were put into the IEP. But she also went above and beyond figuring out ways the child learned best in her classroom, Implementing flexible seating before it was even very popular, and basically just being a great support to the special education staff. Now Bristol serves our district as a special education teacher, having completed her endorsement this past year. So we get to work together on a whole different level. And although we don't teach within the same school, I have no doubt that Bristol will see success within this new role. So I wanted to have her on the show today to talk about making the transition from being a general education teacher to being a special education teacher and have her walk us through how she made the decision to change the process that she had to go through and the ups and downs of her decision. Hey, Bristol, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for having me. Well, in the intro, I explained that we used to teach together when you were a regular education teacher, and now we are colleagues in the field of special education within the same district. But would you go ahead and tell us about yourself and your educational background?
1: Um, I have a master's and a bachelor's from Shatton State College in Shatton, Nebraska. And then I've taught here in the district for eight years, um, seven of those being in fifth grade, one of those being in special education. And then I also have six months of teaching experience in second grade in Kuwait.
0: Well, I think maybe like six or seven years ago, I was trying to remember, but I can't. But Mindy and I tried to talk you into getting your special education degree. And we could tell that you had a heart for our students. And you always went above and beyond what was needed to help them be successful within the general education setting. But you didn't do it at that time. So tell me what it was that made you decide to make that transition now.
1: Um, I became a mom and my five-year-old got diagnosed with autism two years ago. So not only did I have the heart that I'd always had. Now I have the parent aspect and I see as a mother of a special education student, like the difficulties. So I knew that I could help the students because I've always been doing that, but I can also help the parents. And I just now felt a connection with the parents and see like, it's, it's hard being a parent in special education. And I, I definitely feel for them and, and know how it's like.
0: So what was the process that you had to go through to change from general education to special education?
1: Um, Basically I just told our director of SPED that I was interested and she was very excited. And um, I did a, what is it? A fellowship program at Emporia State that was just from, I started last June and I finished in May and took my special education praxis test, and now I'm licensed.
0: So it didn't take, it wasn't like it was a whole nother degree. You just were able to get, um, you know, take the a couple of courses that you needed to be able to teach special ed and then take the tests? Yeah. I mean, I could have went. A
1: lot of people in the fellowship do go and get a degree, and if you don't have a master's, that is an option. But I have a master's, so there was no need to go any farther than just doing that.
0: So what do you feel like has been the biggest challenge with making this move? Um, being in charge of other adults, <laughs> like <laughs> kids, I can do kids. Um, I mean,
1: I've been a teacher for a while, but like you don't get taught how to be in charge of other adults in um, in school and being in, that that has been a struggle, the hardest challenge. Um, I took your class and that helped a lot. Um, I don't remember the name. You can probably say it, but just be, having three other adult humans that you have to boss around has <laughs> been hard.
0: Yeah, I, that was one of the biggest struggles that I had when I began teaching as well. And and it was hard. I was like a 22-year-old you know, boss, and I, I wasn't expecting it. And I know that that is one of the hardest pieces for every special education teacher, not just new ones. So yeah, I could definitely see that. So what do you feel like has been your biggest wins? What has it been worth it? Are you glad that you did it?
1: Oh, absolutely. I knew I would love it because like you said, I mean, I, I love the sped kids. I always have. And so I knew I'd love it. And um, just the relationships, like it takes a lot more time to build relationships with sped kids, especially like the behavior kids or the nonverbal kids that I had last year. But like once you get there, it's that that's the biggest one. Once you get those relationships built, it takes a lot more time than in a general ed class, but it's worth it when it happens.
0: So what recommendations would you have for someone who is considering to make the move from general education to special education?
1: Like learn how to be in charge of other people really fast. I wish I would have done it sooner. I took your class in what, December? And so um, I wish I would have done it a lot sooner. <laughs> and um, and in, like organizational system, I'm still working on organizational system on how to get like all the <clears throat> progress monitoring and IEP data that needs to be done um so researching good organizational systems um last sped is not for the week of heart there there's definitely a lot of tough days and so you just have to like remember it's a day you move on the next day is a new day for you you might have had a horrible day or for the students they might have had a horrible day like it's all fresh because It's not easy all the time. No,
0: it's not easy. And you, you truly have to have a heart for it or you're not going to last in this field at all because yeah, you, you have a lot of, it's, there's a lot of good things. There's a lot of good days and you make progress with the kids and you, you develop those relationships with them and their parents. And, you know, you have a lot of fun times and you laugh a lot, but there are those days where you just think you aren't going to make it through. And so having, um, people that you can rely on. Do you have a mentor? Do you have somebody that helps you with, you know, learning all the ins and outs of special education?
1: Yeah, the two special education teachers here at my school are absolutely amazing. And then I have a mentor since I'm first year, and she's absolutely amazing, your partner teacher, Mindy. So
0: so having having that support is is truly a must. Yeah.
1: For those days when you're like, I don't even know what to do in this situation. You just text one of them and they all have the experience that I don't. So.
0: So Bristol, I really appreciate you taking a little bit of time out of your day today to talk with us and explain the process and hopefully, you know, give somebody who's kind of on the, the fence about whether this is the right position for them, give them a little boost to, you know, come on over to I always say come on over to the dark side but yeah thank you for
1: having me it was it was great talking about because like you said I it took me a long time to to switch um it was always in my heart but it took me a long time to make the switch so it's very exciting
0: we we have a lot of fun in special education and I could not ever imagine myself being anywhere else so I really appreciate you you know helping me out and doing this interview thank you Thank you for sticking with me until the end. I can tell that just by listening to this show that you are just as dedicated to the field of special education as I am, and you want to grow into an amazing educator, and I'm here for it. I'm here for you, and I'm so thrilled to be able to share all of my wisdom of being a veteran SPED teacher on the SPED Prep Academy podcast. If you are enjoying this podcast and want to share it with your friends, go ahead and screenshot an image of your favorite episode and tag me on Instagram. You can also subscribe to the show and leave a review. They give an instant boost to my ego and help others find the podcast as well. And I'd love it if you'd join us in the private SPED Prep Academy Facebook community. We are a safe space where special educators and related service providers can talk shop. If you liked what you heard today and realized you found your SPED soulmate, please subscribe and then head over to spedprepacademy.com slash podcast to check out the show notes and sign up to be notified each time a new episode airs. Go out and have an amazing day and I'll catch you on the next episode.